0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of What the Heck is Crypto? I am your host, Steven Cesaro. Today is February 23rd, 2023. Been a bit of a uh, sideways week in the markets. A little bit boring from a price action perspective in crypto. We're currently trading uh, around 16 51 on Ethereum and uh, shade under 24000 on Bitcoin. I think price action is looking a little sketchy to me lately. I was really hoping that we would convincingly break above the 1700 level on Ethereum, but haven't really done that. And we're now printing some, uh, some market structures that I think look a little bit bearish, at least in the, uh, short or medium term. And uh, you pair that with some, some weakness in the equities markets and, uh, the, the dollar has been looking very strong this week, which generally speaking is not a good thing for crypto. So you put all those things together. I think uh, some caution is warranted here at these prices. Obviously, financial markets are difficult to predict and what I'm saying is not a given to happen. But uh, I I personally am being a little careful up here. I've I've taken some profits, even opened some uh, short positions. I think I'm still... Pretty bullish on the market, at least in the the medium term. I think that people are maybe underrating how how high we could actually go this year. We've got a situation where uh, everybody and their grandmother is basically uh, forecasting a, a recession now, and I don't know. These things have a funny way of either not happening or happening way after people think uh, when, when when everybody sort of believes an event is. Is going to happen in the uh, in the market, so I uh, re- remain a little bit of a, a midterm skeptic at that narrative, and I and I look forward to the opportunity to to buy some projects that I really like at discounted prices. Um, really hoping we get a little bit of a little bit of a pullback here on Ethereum. I would love to love to buy some more bags in the uh, the 1400s, even the 1300s, if we if we go down there. Uh, Ethereum is pretty volatile; coin does not go up and down. In a straight line, uh, and the swings can uh, seem pretty nasty uh, at the time, but as I've said before, I think this is a year of accumulation. I think it's probably going to be a good year to be a trader. I think we get a lot of you know sideways action, we go up, we go down, maybe we're mostly range bound for the year. So as a longer term investor, you want to be focused on you know where the top and bottom of those those higher time frame ranges are on on the coins that you want to accumulate for me on ethereum, you know, I'm right now looking at maybe 2000 as a potential uh, upper target for this year and then, you know, maybe something in the 12000ish range for the range low. So, anything around that price this year, I'm 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 happy to stack and uh, you know, hopefully hopefully we we'll get a, a more permanent easy mode bull run again either in early 2024 or you know, maybe worst case scenario, uh, uh, twenty twenty-five, and uh, in a best case, maybe it's already maybe it's already begun, and people are uh, uh, completely unprepared for it. But th- that's not my base case. I'm uh, happy to get some gains on the coins I hold, but I'm I'm, I'm definitely looking to uh, be cautious out there and 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 take profits uh, quickly. Anyway, a uh, big story today. I want to talk about the release of Coinbase's newest product. It is a layer 2 called base this was just announced this morning i think this is one of the biggest things to happen in in crypto in in quite some time so going to give you a little bit of an, an of an overview on that first off what is a layer 2 for those of you who have not heard us talk about this in in previous episodes um layer 2s are basically additional change built on top of the Ethereum blockchain. So you think of using Ethereum, you're sort of on the layer one, and then we can build another blockchain on top of Ethereum that is uh, secured by the base layer of Ethereum. That's your second layer. That's your layer two. Why are layer twos a thing? Well, if you've used Ethereum, if you used Ethereum during the last bull market, you realize that uh, the, the base layer can get very slow and very, very, very expensive sometimes. There's a very relatively small amount of transactions that can kind of go into any block, right? So when the network is at all congested, it doesn't work. It gets really, really expensive. Really just kind of like a terrible uh, user experience. So we've started building out layer twos on top of Ethereum. Uh, you may be fam- familiar with uh, Arbitrum, with Optimism, and, and and Matic is is doing some things in this area uh, as well or or polygon uh rather, but speaking of optimism, Coinbase is a uh, layer two, which is being called base uh great great name by the way. uh kudos to Coinbase people for that one. It's being built using uh open source uh technology from optimism, so they're really sort of embracing the 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 ethos of of crypto here and 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 trying to keep things as decentralized as possible base is going to be a bit centralized in the early days. And, and that's the case with all of these um, layer twos. Uh, optimism is still fairly centralized. Arbitrum is uh, still fairly centralized. They don't have the de- decentralization properties of the Ethereum base layer. But the plan is to move towards a spot in the future where these, you know, these chains do become decentralized and you're not relying on some uh, centralized party to to operate them because that sort of uh, defeats the purpose of crypto. right? So, so base is going to serve as this uh, home base, if you will, for, for Coinbase's on-chain products uh, and an open ecosystem for anybody who wants to build uh, Ethereum dApps there. Coinbase has been doing an interesting job of sort of dipping their toes into both the centralized and the decentralized uh, aspects uh, of crypto. Um, they have obviously the Coinbase exchange, which is your you know standard run-of-the-mill exchange where the the coins are not in your possession; they're in the possession of Coinbase, and you're you're just kind of using like a database on the screen there. Uh, but Coinbase has also launched products like its its Coinbase Wallet, and Coinbase Wallet is a fully decentralized uh, Ethereum wallet that you can use, even though it has the Coinbase branding. You have uh, control of the the keys and ultimately have custody. Of your coins, so so Coinbase has already been trying to sort of uh, service the two users in crypto—the users who wants to use crypto sort of with the training wheels on in a centralized fashion, you know, so that they can't screw anything up and they have some protection. Uh, the usability is better, uh, totally understandable. But also the people who want to custody, you know, their own coins and to to not have to trust third parties because that is sort of the purpose of crypto. That's why we're here in the first place. So base is a just we're we're just taking this to the whole a uh, whole another level here we're talking about building an entire blockchain out where you know anybody can build on totally open source um and it's going to have the 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 backing and and, and integration with coinbase who is the most trusted party i would say um when it comes to uh, centralized parties in the, in the in the blockchain space right now they're a us company they are publicly traded, audited—you know, the whole, whole whole nine yards. So I I personally feel you know pretty good keeping the the small amount of money that I have uh, on there. So why is Base a really big deal? Well, it, it's it's good for ETH, it's good for users, and it's good for for crypto as a whole, right? So so first off, why is this so good for ETH? Well, first off, Coinbase. Did not have to build on top of Ethereum and they they chose Ethereum instead of a number of other scaling options that are currently out there. They could have built uh, a subnet, they could have built a sidechain, they could have built a app chain on Cosmos, uh, they could have even built a, a parachain uh, on Polkadot. And um, parachains, subnets, sidechains, app chains, the, the uh, Cosmos app chains, the, these are all different sort of um, methodologies we, we have in crypto right now for for, for scaling uh, blockchain. Um, subnets are a, a distinct feature of uh, the avalanche blockchain, which you you may have heard of. Um, subnets are basically these like private blockchains that are all connected to the main avalanche uh, chain, but, but that can sort of operate independently. Um, this allows them to, um, you know, not be burdened by uh, other applications on the chain that are using gas. This is like a common problem in Ethereum, right? You uh, you may have an app that you built on Ethereum, and then somebody launches a new NFT project, and then suddenly nobody can use your app um, because all that uh, gas is shared. We also have uh, side chains, which are basically separate blockchains that run uh, independent of Ethereum, but that are you know connected to them by a, a, a two-way bridge. Um, they can have like completely sem- separate uh, block parameters and, and, and consensus algorithms uh, and typically are optimized more for speed and and low fees um, but are not secured by the ethereum blockchain um, and there are sort of inherent problems with that and there are inherent problems you get when you are uh, bridging assets from you know ethereum to a side chain that you don't have in layer two so, it's it's really great for ETH. At, with all these other options out there, uh, Coinbase, you know, the biggest player, I would say, in the the space right now, as far as um, you know, the realm of legitimacy goes, or uh, or, or safety. I mean, uh, Binance is a is a bigger player for sure, um, by orders of magnitude, I think, than than Coinbase. But I don't I don't think anybody out there really you know trusts <laughs> Binance uh, to the same degree that you, you you trust like an audited U.S. institution like. Uh, Coinbase, or at least like I, I certainly don't. So this is a huge vote of confidence for uh, not just Ethereum, but of you know the the sort of way in which we're sort of scaling blockchains via uh, layer twos uh, on Ethereum. Why else is this good for ETH? Well, Coinbase has a lot of users, and last I checked, it was somewhere around like 100 million, hundred million, hundred uh, and ten million users on Coinbase. For some perspective. Um, there are just 425,000 active addresses currently on Ethereum. And many of those active addresses are, are all controlled by the same user. I know like I personally probably have 20 or so active wallets. So those 400,000 active addresses, that may be very well only like 100,000 active users for all we know. So uh, if Coinbase were to even onboard just like 10% of its 100 million users, onto um, Ethereum layer twos, you're talking about going from possibly 100,000 to 10 million uh, (laughs) users. I mean, that is a massive, massive influx of activity to an ecosystem that is really very, very, very tiny. I think a lot of people don't realize how tiny um, the crypto ecosystem still is, how tiny the Ethereum ecosystem uh, still is from a uh, A daily active users perspective, right? And what does that mean if we onboard more users? Well, more users creates more demand for Ethereum token. People need Ethereum to use uh, Coinbase's layer two base. It's going to run uh, with Ethereum as its native gas token, right? So when you you pay for um, any sort of transactions that you do on there, um, you're going to use ETH, which is like a big deal for ETH holders. Uh, For example, like, uh, when you're using a uh, Polygon chain, uh, you, you actually don't use Ethereum to use the Polygon chain. You use the native token uh, MATIC. And so the activity on Polygon doesn't really accrete to the um, token holders of Ethereum in the same way that activity on base will accrete to the uh, value of, of of ETH. So so that's pretty huge. Demand for the token and then also activity directly translates into to gas burned uh, and as we know if we've uh, been listening to this podcast for the last year um the I- I- ethereum now burns ethereum, uh, burns eth with all of the uh all of the uh, transactions and the the gas that is spent to do those transactions so more users, more activity uh number go up uh pretty good for ethereum holders there but this isn't just good for uh, you know the, the the holders of eth uh, th- this is this is really good for for users of crypto in general, most people just don't know how to use Ethereum. And even if they do, navigating the sort of space that consists of, you know, onboarding funds onto crypto through Coinbase and then getting those funds off of Coinbase onto Ethereum and then getting those funds onto a layer two or onto a side chain like, like Avalanche or 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 Polygon, like this is very, 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 confusing for people, right? Not only is it confusing, but um, Ethereum itself is a really, really bad user experience in a lot of ways. It's it's confusing. It's complicated. It is slow. It's really, really expensive. Like it kind of looks like a crappy product if you are, aren't really aware of what's going on there, right? So onboarding users onto layer twos is a much better experience than onboarding them onto Ethereum. Layer twos are Basically, like they're 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 lightning fast, like almost instantaneous transactions. They're 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 very very cheap, fractions fractions of the cost of doing any sort of transactions on Ethereum. So that's all going to translate to uh, a, a better user experience in using it. But there's also going to be a better user experience now in like coming and going. You know, like you think of crypto as like a city, and currently the transportation to get to you know downtown Ethereum is just not good. There's no subways. Um, there's no buses. You're basically trying to rent a car and then navigate a bunch of traffic without a map. It's, it's very hard to do. So, so Coinbase is now going to basically have this full like pathway built out for users from the moment they, you know, transfer money from their bank account, um, to buy crypto all the way to the point where they buy crypto and then like can easily move that money to the, uh, Ethereum Layer Two and do activity with DApps on there. Coinbase is like a you know your classic Web Two company. So they're these companies tend to be really focused on user experience. They're focused on building applications. They're focused on user interface. This this is all stuff that we haven't really solved uh, in crypto. Like the you know the main meta the main wallet you use in Ethereum uh, MetaMask is kind of a testament to how confusing and, and clunky that is for people. So I think we're going to get a more seamless experience now for the user. It's going to facilitate more adoption. And this is going to be great, not just for Ethereum, but for crypto in general. The more people go into crypto, whether that's via Bitcoin or whether that's via ETH uh, or whether that's via Solana, I I, I don't care what it is. The more people dip their toes into the ecosystem, um, the more people sort of find their way into other ecosystems um, within crypto and the more crypto as a whole um, grows. Really hopeful this is going to also set a uh, you know some sort of precedent for 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 other companies out there. Coinbase is kind of plowing ahead now in the face of uh, a lot of regulatory uncertainty. It's been like been a very chilly year uh, in terms of um, crypto regulation. We had the uh, the SEC action against the Binance stablecoin. Uh, last week, and I don't know, it just feels like people are really afraid to 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 do anything with the the SEC breathing down their neck and none of this regulatory cl- clarity there. so so having coinbase now sort of like push out ahead and and plant their flag and they're they're kind of leading us through the underbrush with their machete chopping down all of the uh, all of the brush in front and 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 kind of gonna like presumably take on these legal challenges head on and and clear the path for the legal guys um. This is going to be uh, the the little guys. This is this is going to be great uh, for the future of the system. It's going to um, clear the way for not just um, not just little people to kind of come in and build their applications and and and, and navigate these uh, these uncertain waters with a little more clarity. Uh, but it's also going to make it really easy for like larger institutions like banks or fintech companies to kind of move into the space. And 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 those types of organizations are going to bring with them like. Even, even more users, right? So really, 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 really bullish here, I think, for uh, for adoption. This fits in nicely with the um, thesis I've talked about, about um, how ultimately we're gonna have this uh, world in the future where a lot of these real world uh, organizations and brands are going to kind of build their own sort of roll ups and roll apps, or whatever you wanna call them, on top uh, of Ethereum, that we're gonna have this kind of ecosystem of these, these applications, um, working together and users are going to be interfacing more with these sort of brands and corporations that they 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 know in the real world while while using crypto perhaps being even unaware that they're doing it but with like the sort of open transparency that we love in crypto and the the optionality to to kind of leave that ecosystem with your with your money with your stuff whenever you want which is what we want in crypto we want the transparency and we want that optionality so all good things here I think that this is good, just generally speaking for 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 crypto values. Um, you know, maybe not quite the Bitcoin values a, as much, but certainly uh, Ethereum values. Um, this moves us, you know, just like incrementally further down the path um, from centralization. Just we're taking like baby steps further every day um, from from CFI, as we call it, centralized finance with like exchanges and, and trusted third parties to the world. Of, of DeFi, a world where we maybe all be using the Coinbase chain on our phones, and it's trustless, and it's permissionless, and we're using digital apps that, you know, have code that is uh, freely auditable to anybody and fully transparent, and, and less of this kind of like obfuscated, trusted third-party stuff that we have with, you know, the likes of FTX, where people are able to um, exploit that lack, lack of transparency and, and ultimately harm everybody. Oddly enough, uh, Coinbase stock seems like it barely moved on the the news. I I, I don't think it had moved at all. Um, the last time I I checked, and that's really interesting to me because I, I I feel like this is an enormous move for the space, and it's maybe one of those things that isn't going to be fully appreciated now because we are still, in my opinion, in in a bear market uh, usage of the chain is still down. Um, user growth is still down. Stable coin growth is still down. Like we still are in a, a, a lull period. So you get this a lot in crypto where sometimes great products are launched in the bear markets and nobody notices them until the bull markets. But um, you know that oversight by the market could be your opportunity uh, as an investor if you want some exposure to crypto and you you know you have a uh, a retirement account that only lets you buy uh, only lets you buy stocks. Um, one of the things that's interesting about a layer two as a as a business model, and this is sort of like a business model that we haven't really had before, right? And certainly no publicly traded company has had access to this um business model, but there's there's tremendous revenue to be generated in sequencing transactions on layer twos. and you know currently, uh, arbitrum, Optimism, there, there are there are tens of millions of dollars a year being made via the sequencers right now, and that's obviously a a, a drop in the bucket, um, you know, to a multi-billion-dollar company like Coinbase. But I, I think if we think forward to a future where we may possibly have trillions of dollars of transactions like happening uh, on these layer twos every 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 week. It's it's not unreasonable to me that you you could see you know hundreds of millions if not you know billions a year of of fees being generated um, by these layer twos and that could be like a, a tremendous business model for for Coinbase a tremendous source of revenue that I don't think is really incorporated into the stock right now. In addition to I just think all of the other there's just like a lot of nice side effects that are, that are going to come. You know, with the with with the business and their their ability to kind of you know unite these two elements of the space, the centralized space and and the decentralized space. So so I'm I'm pretty bullish on this in the long run. Probably gonna buy a little Coinbase stock actually for uh, the first time ever. I've never never owned any, um, but I do have an account that I can only buy stocks in, and uh, this seems as uh, good of a time as uh, any for me to uh, to 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 start stacking here. What does this mean for the rest of the crypto ecosystem? Well, as as I said earlier, I think this is undoubtedly like very, very, very bullish for ETH and and, and everything that is aligned for ETH, and I and I think that does take some value in some ways, uh, you know, amongst um, you know from from other competitors like your you know your Solanas or your your, your avalanches uh, of the world. Um, I think it's also painting a picture of a, of a future, you know, again, a future that we've, we've, we've talked about here on, on the show that that is not super aligned with the, the Bitcoin vision of the world. When I look at crypto and what people are actually doing in crypto, there are very, very few people who are using crypto as like an alternative money the vast majority of crypto usage right now is to leverage, um, stable coins and to, to trade NFTs. And if you think about this, this, this sort of makes sense because stable coins are, you know, they're, they're, they're dollars and, and what people really want in most of the world is actually dollars. We didn't have to like invent a, a whole another. um, Type of money system. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we did. I think the existence of Bitcoin is like a, is a good thing, and I think having this check on the system uh, is a good thing. But yeah, I, I just struggle to see the adoption in a world moving forward where everybody starts building stuff on Ethereum in this fashion, and more brands and more companies start building applications on Ethereum, and everybody starts using Ethereum. There's this disconnect between. Bitcoin and the rest of the crypto landscape, like Bitcoin is on its own island. Bitcoin doesn't interface with Ethereum. And ironically enough, like you, you really need trusted third parties and centralized exchanges to, 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 to trade it and buy it and, and sell it and do anything with it other than kind of like hold it in your wallet or, or, or send it to people. Right. So I think that I, I I think the base news is just sort of like another step forward into this world a world where we are building like digital apps we're using stable coins and more people are like being onboarded here and I, and, I, and I do think this is going to you know just continue to pull um, you know more attention away away from uh, Bitcoin and, and 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 towards you know the the coin that supports all this activity which is ethereum and it's why like ethereum is is still the you know the main, Coin that I uh, invest in. Um, I don't currently hold any Bitcoin. I, I I do have some interest in accumulating some because I just sort of view it as like a totally unique asset that is separate kind of from the rest of crypto. And 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 I think that's good because it serves like a different purpose in your portfolio. Um, but as far as like the portfolio that I want to allocate towards like growth, like 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 really really big hyper growth, that to me is still Ethereum and like the elements of the ecosystem that, that surround it, the, 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 the dApps or the, uh, the rollups. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Okay. So hopefully that was a, uh, decent little primer for you on, uh, on Coinbase's new layer two, uh, base. So keep an eye out for that in the, uh, coming months. I'm not sure when, they will be uh, fully rolling that out when that's going to be something you'll uh, see in your, your your Coinbase account as a user have the option to kind of go to and from there uh, really easily. But it's going to be interesting to see uh, what Coinbase does with this tech, what people uh, build on it and and how it alters the landscape of uh, crypto moving forward. Um, I'm pretty excited and I think you should be too. Well, thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, we will be back again next week with a another episode i believe um well i'd be in denver i might be in eath denver next week i gotta check my schedule but uh possibly we'll be coming to you from uh, an ethereum conference where i will be uh <laughs> hanging out with my buddies on my my other podcast the uh alfalfa podcast if you guys haven't checked that out check it out at alfalfapod.com uh, and as i've mentioned before we do have a a discord server where we've got a, a great community that talks um, about crypto, um, about investing, about other stuff in life, um, technology, science, politics, you, you name it. Just a really awesome community. So uh, if you ever want to check that out, uh, head over to alfalfapod.com. Uh, you can uh, find the Discord link there. Uh, join and uh, come say hi to me. All right. Well, everybody have a good weekend and I will see you next week.